Ladies and gentlemen, the ringing of that phone bell brings you mystery, adventure. Hello, office. Yes, who's calling? Mr. Sean Windsor? Well, is this a matter of business? That's fine, I'll just call him. Mark? I'm not here. Tell him I'm up in the plant room with the orchids. Uh, I was going to call him to the phone, but he's up in the plant room with his orchids. Uh, what sort of a case is this, sir? Really? Really, is that so? Is it a man or a woman? Oh, I understand perfectly. It's a man. Well, at least that's something different. Yes, sir, very urgent, I understand. And I assure you, Mr. Alrek will be here waiting for you. The fee? Oh, um, shall we say about, uh, oh, a thousand? I will not see any client until after dinner. Come at once. What were you saying, boss? Nothing but business. All the time. What's the problem? I don't know. And at a thousand dollars, considering our bank balance, I'll help him poison his great-grandmother. You asked interrogatory right out of my face. It's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified, Emil. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now, Al? Hey kids, it's your old pal ML Elric, and as you can tell, we are hard up for cash if we would poison somebody's grandparent for a thousand dollars. Just so we're clear, that wasn't really me. That was Mark suggesting that. Oh, uh, you never know. I mean, well, close to death, anyway. I guess if they were had a very dire prognosis. A weird place to start. I don't know. I, I just I was thinking about our finances, and and one reason why we are able to come to you week after week is because of our generous sponsors, and no sponsor is more generous to us than Royal Brian Ford. So if you're looking for a new ride, service repairs, or even just a top-notch oil change, Royal Brian Ford is the place to go. This is where my mom got her fire engine red Ford Focus wagon, which we still borrow on a regular basis, and it is performing brilliantly on the streets. Um, Royal O'Brien has been at the corner of Nine Mile Mac for 75 years. But you can also do business with them online at royobrien.com. That's R-O-Y-O-B-R-I-E-N.com. You can check out Fast Track. Look at these great deals. Oh, 2021 this- Ford Escape. Lease for only $196 a month. Um, it's part of their Labor Day savings. Wow. That's pretty <laughs> good. It goes on all month. And this is, uh, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, uh, you can see some of the fine products they have on offer there. Or you just go online, go to royalbrian.com. When you check out Fast Track, you can pick out your vehicle and your options. You can pick your deal. Do you want to lease it? Do you want to finance it? Or do you want to be a high roller and pay cash? You can also find out about your trade. And trade-ins are going for exorbitant sums because there's a shortage of vehicles. So if you have a used ride, this is the time to get your best offer and to get into a sweet new ride, or even just a slightly better used ride. Um, so check it out, royalbryan.com, or call 888-566-5851, and be sure to tell them that ML's mother's son sent you to Royal O'Brien, which is also found at royalbryan.com. All right. 888-566-5851. So thank you very much to Royal O'Brien. They also help sponsor, indirectly, our NIL athlete. Kalina Nice, who yeah. cannot join, or Kalina Nice, I keep messing that up. She cannot join us because she's in class, but we are looking forward to an exclusive preview on the MSU women's rowing team 
season. I know a lot of people are only listening to the show <laughs> to try and find out how the women crew are going to do. And, and that's one of the reasons why we have a very you know, selective audience. Can I ask you your opinion on the um, Matt Ishbia sponsoring all the football and basketball players? Fantastic. Yeah? Fantastic. And I'll, I'll tell you this. That's exactly the kind of way people should be compensated with, with a, an amount that can help provide for living expenses but should not have them chasing a dollar at the expense of their, of their college Song? experience and, and their athletic uh, ability. And you know what? You know, the, the first time I actually felt really good about NIL. <laughs> Who are you? This is a very different take than you it, usually provide. No, no, no. It's $500 a month. Yeah. And it's guaranteed, so they don't have to go out there and, and, uh, and uh, cut a ribbon at a car lot. They don't have to get on. Well, what, uh, do, on, they, what do they have to do? That doesn't seem right. That they just, just have giving... to make the team and stay in school. Well, does, why, does that, why does that seem right for name, image, and likeness? But those are the two most important things when you're a student athlete, making the team and staying in school. And that's why I love what Brigham Young did, which is provide all of the non-scholarship athletes tuition. They used NIL to pay the tuition for kids who are working just as hard as anybody else, maybe not as talented as everybody else, maybe not as highly recruited when they were in high school as everybody else, but they found a way to use NIL to support student-athletes, all of them. Now, you know there's two lawmakers in this state that are not happy with it at all. Who's that? Uh, I don't know who the two lawmakers are. They're both uh, Democratic reps, one from Birmingham, one from Livonia, I believe. But they're not happy because... He's not giving any money to female athletes with the NIL. Well, we got that covered. We don't need Ishbia. What's he, a billionaire? We got, what, a couple hundred bucks between us? We got that covered. Sean, you, you just bought lunch, so <laughs> you may be tapped out. But. I, I, just think, I just think Ishbia's trying to do a nice thing, obviously because he loves the university and loves the basketball team because he walked on, like loves the football team. He has the money to do this. And two people are not happy with it because he's not doing it for female athletes. I mean, it, it's his money. It's not the university's money to decide. Well, I think we all agree that the female athletes work just as hard as the male athletes, sure. maybe even harder because they have it's not less, what it's about. They have less of the adulation of fans and less of the attention of people who follow sports uh, uh, feverishly. So I, rather than criticize Ishbia, yeah. what I would like to think is that this is going to inspire other people to say, well, Matt put a lot of money on the table. I can put up enough money for the women's diving team or for the equestrian team. I, I once if dated a woman on the equestrian team, and I don't think they got any kind of support. Um, but we, I mean, I'm glad Matt is following our example. Did the horse go on your date? <laughs> uh, no, in fact, our relationship was seriously impeded because she always had to get up early on Saturdays to go to some sort of riding event. Why didn't you go to support her? Exactly. Come on, man. Early in the morning on a Saturday, you think I was well, available? Yeah. I, I couldn't support myself. And if I did support myself early on a, on a Saturday, it was probably on my elbows as I was uh, recovering from whatever happened on a Friday night. You know, I went to Michigan State. That's probably why it didn't last. Very unsupportive. <laughs> By the way, Mark, were you, were you doing dark. the motion to hurry things up? Maybe a little bit. Like 30 seconds into yeah. the show yeah. that Mike couldn't Sorry. see? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know you would call me out on it, though. I was doing it for my own. So, uh, what do you think about Ishbia, <laughs> Mr. Windsor, of the Carlos and Sean podcast? Oh, I think that. Um, you buy Freep.com and Samanex. No, it's fine. I, uh, <laughs> I'm your Ishbia, right? I brought over uh, some smoked turkey Rubens from Angelo's, which is an institution. Not that we want to plug them necessarily. You didn't why bring not? Any... I've known the family for 30 years. Why didn't you bring any for the females on the street? I should have. Well, I think Lila. And my son packed them up. 
Yeah. And said to say hi. I, I was originally thinking about burritos with green chilies because I felt like the show could use a little spice. I don't eat eggs. You know what I mean? You don't eat eggs? What? Why? Oh, that's good to know, but why? I just don't care for eggs. In what? any form? In cake. They're so versatile. Yeah. You, so you eat eggs all the time. You just don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But not eggs in and of themselves. Yeah, I wouldn't eat it. You're like egg. Guy Fieri. He won't. He won't eat an egg. Yeah, we got a lot of, of diners. Diners driving. <laughs> yeah, you do have a lot of. Yeah, people often mistake us for each other. Well, it's the goatee, right? That's not really real. That was the spiky gray hair in the chef's jacket. And the loud clothing. Yes, that too. And the flip flops. Uh, I don't do the flip flops. No. Okay. But um, no eggs, no flip flops. Okay. Check. Okay. Yeah, so, check. I so what it. about Ishbia? So you think Ishbia is a good thing, bad thing? Is no, he? I think it's fine. It's all part. Not go far enough. Is well, he, no. You'd he like to see him. if he, if he's going to offer it to everybody, he should offer it to everybody. So he did. But uh, all the uh, what I said he should have said is, "Hey, women are more than welcome to try it for the football team." Oh, okay. Well, they are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's giving money to the football players and the men's basketball team, and it's his money. Well, there is something to be said so for the doing, donor doing what he feels like he wants to do with his money, but it would be nice if someone else would step up. That opportunity still exists. So in the Drew and Mike show, you're sure. the lefty. No, I'm but just on I'm this me, show, the you're the, I hate, you know, women no, don't deserve to get any money. It's the same opinion I had on both shows. I think it's a little ridiculous for two lawmakers to kind of crap all over this when he's trying to do something nice, that the university isn't the one who doles out the money. He, That's it's true. His, it's his money. Oh, you're right. You're right. And I just, uh, you know, for two people, two lawmakers to kind of, uh, for lack of a better word, whine about where he's spending his money, I just, I don't like that. When it's a good thing overall to give these kids money. It's a good thing to give them enough money to get by and to save some of these kids the trouble of chasing a dollar when they should be uh, chasing a tutor or chasing a uh, errant pass. Or chasing a quarterback, or but he can he can give his money to that's probably good. However, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Thanks, right. Matt. Um, by the way, Matt, um, I know you've been very generous with athletes, but if um, if um, you oh, you're, gonna, you're gonna tell him how to spend uh, his money, ml4detroit.com. There's a donate button right there on <laughs> ml4detroit.com. In fact, ml4detroit.com is also a sponsor of this podcast, and we just this week released. An amazing new video that if you haven't seen it yet, please go to our, our, our website, go to uh, Facebook or Twitter, check out ml4detroit.com because you are going to meet the most amazing woman ever, and her name is Mrs. Taylor. I'm ML Elric coming to you from East Lawn. Back in May, I met Ms. Taylor, who lives in this beautifully kept house, and asked what we could do to help. Just showing up and taking the time to talk to me made me feel better because I have been calling for years about this house. One of her biggest concerns was the blighted house next door. For years, it sat and rotted. How long has this house been like this? Off and on about 10 years between the squatters and all the people that's been in and out of it. I told her I'd look into it, and I know who to call. I'm going to get right through. Uh, I won't be put on hold for this one. Well, today, the city is taking down that house. We got results. I've never had anybody to come out and do this, I'll be honest with you. I've had them come to the door and knock and talk. But this, I have never had. This is what all of us deserve. 
Okay. Hopefully when you see me again, it's gone. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll cut the vacant lot. Yeah. <laughs> a council member who makes a difference. And how do you feel seeing it come down today? Oh! <laughs> the whole neighborhood is happy. My neighbor felt the same way. When she came home from work that afternoon, she said, Miss Taylor, Miss Taylor, the house is gone. It feels like people are given so many reasons to leave the city, and we want to make sure that we're giving people a good reason to stay, even if it's just uh, an expectation that, that somebody's working for them and that, uh, that if there is a problem, that, that there is help coming. Yeah, that's why when I have been telling other voters <laughs> that he's a good guy, I said one thing about him, if he can help you, he will. Because he's done a lot for me. Tell me how you're feeling today. Happy. Very happy. <laughs> Together, we can make the truth better. Well, that's great, man. So, uh, people may be asking themselves, why am I showing that? Is it because I'm a scroungy politician? Is it because I'm a shameless self-promoter? Is it because I like the sound of my own voice? Is it because I wasn't worried that that was not a particularly good hair day? I'm just going to pass by all those questions and, and tie it back to the show because I was leaving the show and I was doing spot checks on this block on East Lawn to see if, uh, if uh, the city really was going to demolish this house after putting a demo sign up. And I almost drove into a tree when I saw that big 18-wheeler and that big backhoe busting this house right into the ground. I mean, that was, it was amazing. And, of course, I, I think when I watch that video, my favorite part on the fact that the house is gone is, is the guy in the red shirt, yeah. Michael Stick. He yeah. just, he's a show stealer, man. That dude's hilarious. But I see him there every time we go back to East Lawn. What a relief for her, though, man. That's great. I love it. I love that you did that. Yeah, for 10 years she stared at that broke-ass house. And, and when I met her... Uh, I knocked on her door, and she said, where do you stay? And I said, East English Village. She said, all the city council member uh, candidates live in East English Village. And I said, okay, fair enough. Uh, and we had been talking about what her concerns were, and she said the house. And I said, well, I'm the first candidate that's going to mow the backyard on that house. So we came back with a team on Motor City Makeover, and we cleaned out that backyard. And, you know, in the meantime, I had contacted the city to say, what's the status of this house? Are you going to tear it down? And they said, um, no, it's in pretty good shape. And as you could see in the video, uh, the back, you know, all the boards have been pulled off the windows and what have you, but the roof was wide open. Somebody yeah. had tarped it, and the tarp had shredded, as often happens. And so it was not salvageable. So when we made the city aware of what its condition was in, they knocked it down. So sometimes it's just a matter of, it's not so much that the city's not doing its job or the city is failing somehow. It's that they're just not always up to speed on current events. So we just let folks know. They came, they got rid of the house, and now Ms. Taylor has a, uh, a nice level field next to her. And when that land reverts to the land bank, which it should do sometime over the next six months to a year, she can buy it for 100 bucks. And instead of having this eyesore that was a danger to her yeah. grandkids when they came to visit, she's going to have a nice grassy field where they can go and play and basically... Uh, basically feel good that grandma didn't give up and move because she got sick of keeping a beautiful house and having a toxic house next to it so that's awesome so yeah so a little shameless self-promotion but also i think it's worth it also a little information to uh, keep people inspired about things in the city of detroit because uh we heard from uh, a listener 
who just dropped in uh, this morning, Alex, who says, can you talk about this on today's podcast? The infrastructure in this city is such a tragic joke. It never seems to end. And then showed a video of Charlie Langton at the uh, Stash Provisioning Center. What is going on, on with that Fort place? Street, and it looks like the building is about to fold over like a house of cards. But why don't they have an explanation as to why that road or whatever underground blew up? So is that what it was? The, uh, yeah, but nobody knows or doesn't seem to know what it was that blew it up. Oh, I, I don't know either. Yeah, there was an explosion on Saturday night. It lifted up the street. And it totally shifted that building off of its foundation. And apparently, people in the neighborhood said it stunk and it smelled really bad. And nobody knew what the odor, odor was from. And here we are on Tuesday, this morning, uh, the last thing I had read, that they still don't know what it was that caused it. Which, I mean, I don't know, but why wouldn't somebody that was... Isn't it their job to know that kind of stuff? This kind of like, civil engineer? Does it smell like skunk? Uh, you know, that's funny you said that. was kind of my first thought was, I don't know, I don't know what, how they extrapolate THC and do all that. I, I think grow houses are a little bit like breweries. You can't grow at a provisional. Smell. You can't grow at a provisional, right, at a dispensary. I don't know. I got to tell you, I'm 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 not uh, I'm not a a frequenter of uh, such establishments. But, but to uh, Alex's point, it's like, well, there's more crappy infrastructure, and now we still don't even know the reason behind it either. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll find out, and it may not be the city's fault either. Might could not be, be. It could be a gas line going under there. It could be a water line. It could also be if you think about that side side of town, Southwest Detroit, Fort Street. Those are very very old streets, and so you wonder what the condition of all that underground stuff is. When uh, a, mm-hmm. a friend of mine was working on the queue line, he was sort of an inspector of the work, and he said, and, and I know people were really hard on the queue line, how long it took to get it going, how much it cost, and he said when they opened up the ground, they found so much nasty old stuff they didn't expect. Like what, do you know? Uh, you know, like old streetcar rails, oh. you know, and and uh, and water lines and gas lines and things like that that were you know, just kind of patched up. But you couldn't, you know, where, where when you opened up the asphalt to lay rail and you thought, OK, we'll open it up, we'll put some rail, we'll patch it up and away we go. What they found underneath there was just a mess. And, and he was the guy who would say, okay, well, we got to fix it. And other people were saying, just put the rail, patch it up, and just get the train going. He's like, no, 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 no. We have found a problem. We need to address this. And it slowed everything up, and it made things more expensive, but it actually fixed the problem. You wonder, in some of the older parts of town, whether there is something that's been lurking there for a long time, just, just kind of bubbling and waiting to erupt. But, you know, there's, there's still rumors that there are water lines in Detroit that are wooden. And I don't know if you've ever seen these old water lines from like the 1800s. They would just take a log, hmm. they would drill a hole in the middle of it, and they'd run water through it. Gross. Yeah, and if you go to, uh, well, it's been a while since I've been there, but if you go to the basement of the Harper Woods City Hall down by the uh, clerk's office, the court clerk's office, they have examples of these. What are you doing in the basement just, of uh, Harper Woods City Hall? What the fuck? I was, I was <laughs> pulling, pulling records on a, uh, on a former state representative oh, named so Brian Banks. He had quite a few cases. So you weren't lurking? No, no, no. I was investigating. So it wasn't recent? Research. Okay. I was a little while. You weren't, you weren't hiding things? No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. I was okay. just uh, doing You're, my... Due diligence. You were in there for a tour of the log water lines either way. By the, by the way, the video that you showed earlier was really nicely produced. Is that Mark Kurlianchik that, Mark that, that did that? That's right. Former Freep uh, food writer? 
former guest on The Soul of Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he's a documentarian. He's involved in nice several really cool pro Oh, yeah, this dude is great. I mean, he just took the raw material and said, here you go. And uh, we, when we were talking about it, um, somebody on the team was like, uh, uh, what do you think about the, the red T-shirt guy? I said, if you do not put the red T-shirt guy in this, <laughs> we will not share this with anybody. And we didn't have this conversation with Mark, but Mark immediately realized that he was a so he knew. highlight. Yeah, well, because he's a visual storyteller. So he's like, when you have a genuine reaction like that from a, a person who's got that kind of exuberance and energy, you got to put it in do the you, Do you think that he will shoot video of you in the Harper Wood City Hall basement? <laughs> if I go back down Because I would like to see that. Um, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I may, I may shoot it myself okay. with... Uh, with a Huel Perkins selfie stick in my phone. <laughs> the Huel Perkins selfie stick. Just to keep the infamous camping. selfie stick. You know, Huel is one of those guys where I think people think, oh, big-headed anchor, um, you know, Rod Bur Ron Burgundy type. But Huel is the exact opposite oh, he's of that. Great. In fact, uh, last time I saw him was he was helping to eulogize Steve Hood, who's a longtime uh, Detroit political consultant and uh, all-around troublemaker, but the kind of troublemaker you like. And, um, and he does things like that all the time. But whenever there's any sort of Fox 2 gathering or any social event, he just busts out the selfie stick and starts <laughs> taking pictures. And I think people have this notion, and I think all of our, our local anchors here are pretty down-to-earth. That's kind of where you think of anchors saying, like, okay, you take my picture. You know, I'm, I'm beautiful. You take my picture. And he was just like, no, no, I got this. And then he posts it, and he's, he's just a genuinely yeah. good guy. There you go. So, um, so a special thanks to Mark and Ms. Taylor. And, and Alex, uh, while there obviously are some infrastructure problems, as we saw in southwest Detroit, there are also some good things happening in Detroit. Alex also chimes in, I agree with you about college sports. The semi-pro pay thing makes the whole thing so perverted. Athletes are mercenaries. We all know the classroom aspect for most of the big-time recruits is fake. Used to love going to MSU hoops, hockey, and football games. Lost my appetite for all of it after the sexual assaults covered up years before Nasser, then Nasser scandal, and now the student-athlete pay. I have no issues with the kids getting paid. Just think they should go pro and not pretend to be students. On a campus. They can't, though. Amen. They can't Alex. just go. Oh, they can't go pro. Basketball, they got to wait a year. Football, they got to wait three years. Okay, we, we can change that rule. We don't have to, we don't have to destroy they've college tried, They've tried it. It's, really? I mean, the first two weeks of college football, do you think it was any different because why of the we, NIL? Why do we say the students are mercenaries when uh, the schools are out trying to lure them there? Yeah, and keeping all the money. Maybe lure is not the best word, but trying to recruit them there. Well, because the kids are now chasing a dollar. It's okay for it's okay for craven adults to be scroungy bastards, but I don't want to turn the kids into that. Not quite yet, right? So you you feel like the first two weeks was totally different with nil. Um. Uh, you know, I mean, I is to, college I football to, ruined I, for you I, now? I have to tell you, I haven't spent as much time looking at college sports since uh, since January of 2021. Yeah, tell us more about your campaign. <laughs> we haven't heard much about it. Uh, uh, Sean, I'm glad you asked. We're trying to bring honest change to Detroit politics. I we like have that. a message Is of, that your phrase? We have a message of... Is that a Make America Great Again? It's honest change? Opportunity, safety, and accountability. So it's the same thing as Make America Great Again, right? Honest change, it's change. No, no, no. We, when we say honest change, we mean... Yes, we can. Honest change. Yes, we can. I mean, isn't it the yes, same we, thing yes, every politician always... Yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we can. Let's hope. Yeah, that's what we're... Oh, what was, what was Clinton's, Clinton's, Hopey changey. What was Clinton's... Uh, 
Um, first slogan in 92. What was that? Um, it's the economy, stupid. That was the, well, uno- that was the unofficial slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. It's no, a song. It's I think funny, they did. Memory. Didn't they do hope over fear? Wasn't that Clinton Gore? I thought it was something about hope, too, but maybe. Oh, because he pretended to be from or, Hope, Arkansas? Or believe. Oh, I still believe in a town called Hope. And oh, I think yeah. he also said, I still believe Jennifer Fowler should have shut her mouth. Does anybody remember Biden's uh, slogan? No. Yeah, because it was terrible. Build well, Back Better? Wasn't that what it was? Build I like back Build better. Back Better. Really? It's terrible. It's almost as bad as Be Best. You know, oh, I don't remember as Hillary Clinton's. Um, yeah, what yeah, was No hers? one does. Nah. I, so I was walking It's to my the, turn. I think that was her slogan. Well, that was the unofficial <laughs> one. But I was, walking, I was walking to the Michigan-Michigan State game in Ann Arbor and saw a bunch of Hillary signs, and I think they did say something like, uh, it's her turn. Are you serious? And I don't know if they were official campaign signs, but I mean, there was this notion of there was an air of inevitability, and that this was going to be history-making. You know what was... was there was not, I'm back! There was not a, something you could sink your teeth into. Meanwhile, you know, crazy-ass Trump is, you know... He connected with people. ...doing Make America Great Again, which I always thought was an insulting slogan because it presumed that America was not great to begin with, but, boy, it was effective. Yeah, but people running always are talking about making it, making whatever the issue is. Well, it was a dog whistle to me. That slogan was a bit of a dog whistle. What do you mean? For some, Make America Great meant going back to a certain time when America was a certain way. You know what I mean? Oh, so it was, is again, part of the slogan, then that bothered you. I mean, who doesn't want yeah, to make yeah, America the again, great? The again. It was the again. Yeah. Well, and, and there's an important... Like, it's not always been... I mean, you know. No, that's exactly right. Because when people say, we want Detroit to go back to the way it was... You know what that pe- means. People forget that Detroit was not always good for all Detroiters, it particularly for people with brown eyes, for people with brown skin, that we had race riots in the 40s, we had the riot in 67, and one of the reasons why is because while the neighborhoods may have been um, neat as a pin and the churches may have been packed and the commercial corridors may have been bustling, there were certain people who couldn't live there, who couldn't worship there, who couldn't shop there, who couldn't get a job there. And so when I talk to people, I'm not talking about making Detroit great again. I'm I'm talking about making Detroit great, making it great for everybody, making it the city where everybody has an opportunity See, Sean, you just There's talked me into speech. this. Yeah, thank you, speech. Sean. After, after. Oh, that's fine. I was, I was just gonna. <laughs> but, but truly, we don't want Detroit to go back to what it was because while we may have had. Oh, because fewer it wasn't fair. Houses, that's a right. maybe. Maybe say it that way. Sure. There, there were not as everyone. many opportunities for everybody. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So we said that in a few, a little fewer words there. <laughs> Getting back to Hillary, just for two seconds. Do you guys remember? Jeez, it's a tough room. This isn't a political show, I know, but. <laughs> Hillary was, was, for a brief moment, fairly popular when she was the Secretary of State early on in, uh, in that run of hers. Do you remember that? When and, we got Bin Laden? And then she, yeah, and then she had the Blackberry meme on the, on the she was on the C-130 or whatever the military plane was, yeah. surrounded by all those troops, and she yeah, had which, the sunglasses. Which really came back to bite her in the which ass. Which, at the time, turned into this really wildly popular meme. Yeah, and, and now, her approval and it, ratings were shot up, and then and then Benghazi happened, and yeah, that's how and, it works, uh, man. Well, you know how it is. One when one side sees that the, I, the I other think, side's uh, candidate is going to start to become popular, then the attack machine gets going, and that was well, it. The attack machine on Hillary Clinton began in 1991. It did, but it backed off there for a brief moment when she was Secretary of State, 
and she started. She was probably more popular than she'd ever been, and then boom. I'm trying to see if I can find her think, campaign uh, slogan. I think Trey Gowdy is just concluding the uh, 17th Benghazi oh, investigation. God. It he, worked though. It worked, right? I but mean, he doesn't want to investigate the insurrection at the Capitol. So I mean, listen, listen to some of these slogans that I, I don't know. I feel are kind of weak. Forward together. Fighting for us. I'm with her. Stronger together. Love Trump's hate. I'm with her. That's what I saw in those signs in Ann Arbor. You know what else I saw in Ann Arbor? A bunch of ghost state or beat state towels being handed out and, of course, being left behind. When were you in Ann Arbor? When state Is your campaign you know, handed out there now? No, this was the Michigan Michigan State game I was going. Oh, where, two years where ago. I saw the Hillary Clinton signs. No, this would have been in. 2016. Oh, 2016. This would have been Sorry. 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that was one of the ones where they handed out the beat state towels that ended up uh, being left behind in the rain, along with uh, the Wolverines' hopes of victory. But um, no, 20. That would have been 2015 because 2015 was the year of the uh, the trouble with the snap, right? No, this would have been two years after that. It would have been. So the Lewerke team that, that came in in 2017. Yes. No, because it it's every other year that they go to Ann Arbor. Great. Right, but I don't think people had Hillary Clinton signs in their front lawn for over a year. They wouldn't in Ann Arbor. Maybe they wouldn't. I was just yeah. going to say that. Well, yeah. yeah, I think it might have been 2015. Well, that's right. Yeah, because I saw a couple yeah. McGovern signs. It was either 15 or 17, and the reason yeah. I remember 15 is because the trouble with the snap happened about a half an hour after my mother died. Oh. And so you just don't you don't forget something like that, right? So well, I remember I, that I, I because I was at the little house. And I was talking to Drew, little, and Laduff was there, and uh, that's Matt, Wait, who's Matt, Matt and Drew's uh, party pals. Who's Laduff? Uh, he's a guy on the network. Oh, okay. Guy trying to find his way. We're going to help him out with some advice. Uh, we're going to try and help him keep his audience under 100,000. We've been able to do that without much help. <laughs> uh, he's, he's threatening to blow it for the whole network by being so successful. Is that how big his audience is? Uh, they're big. They're big. Big. Anyway, um, so uh, Charlie was there, and Charlie and I were going to go, I think with Drew, to go sit in his seats. And, uh, and Laduff was feeling no pain, and Drew kind of stepped away from the crowd because he had to take a phone call. I think it was from Mike Novak. Oh, no, maybe it wasn't, it from, wouldn't have been it wasn't Mike. from Mike. It would have been from his wife, yes. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and Drew had just oh, found oh, out. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That that was it. That, that was Riff was... No, it wasn't. Oh, no, Riff. no, it was Riff. One hundred five one. Yeah, one hundred five one was they. They had made an ultimatum, and Drew had basically decided. I want to do it. Kiss my ass. Now the Michigan fans were I thinking that was the same week. This is the big year. We're finally going to get those Sparties, and I was thinking I'm going to go to the big house, which was packed as hell, and I was going to be elbowed in between Drew and Charlie. And Charlie, even when he's calm, is spastic. So I thought this is going to be an elbow fest the whole time. Charlie never made it because I think of some lifestyle choices. Drew was just like, okay. And so I ended up having all this room around me as the Spartans pull out the most amazing finish in college football history. So you were there for trouble for the snap? Not, not involving the Stanford band. Yeah, that's. Have you seen that picture I have uh, on social media? Where I'm taking a picture of me in front of the crowd, and then there's a guy behind me who's flipping me off in the Michigan hat. I don't know if I've seen that. Maybe ask no, Charlie we'll, to we'll tweet that it. out, and I probably would see it. Then. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, well, I, he's got a hundred thousand people. I mean, we have about two hundred. I love but that, they're, but they're loyal. I love that your life seemed to have peaked on October what fifteenth, twenty fifteen, or October? Is that when it was? That would have been about that October fifteenth. 
I don't know. We'd have to check. October 18th, maybe? Yeah. It was pretty it's good. It's all been downhill from then? Pretty so, good in uh, 17 as well. Are we about to get financial advice or mortgage advice? Or? Well, if you do want financial advice, all I know is that overreaction is not the strategy. He gets his own podcast. He starts calling the shots. <laughs> Somebody needs to move the show along. They're wearing the boss pants from this morning's broadcast. It clearly doesn't work when I try. Didn't change um, into the yoga pants. But, Sean, you were asking about investing, right? You don't want to overreact. No, you don't. You want to have a long-term yeah, view. Absolutely, Mark. That's, I got a friend for you to call. It's Luke Nowacki. He's, he works at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748, because he provides rational financial advice. Stocks, bonds, 401k, 529. I'm sure you don't know anything about that, so that's why you got to call Luke Nowacki. Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Get advice and get a strategy. Because when you deal with Luke Nowacki and our friends at Pinnacle Wealth Management, they make it all about you, sweetheart. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Beautiful. And if you're looking to have a little cheddar to sock away for that rainy day, May we suggest that you check out The Butchery in Sylvan Lake. TheButcherySL.com. Well, if you, you got to oh, make yeah, money to it. save money, and The Butchery is hiring. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They are closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, but they are hiring because they have amazing products. They have a great shop. They have prime meats and eats. Uh, Chef Julie makes some amazing desserts. They have some great grocery items there, some fantastic craft beers at reasonable prices and they're looking for help moving the product so if you're looking for a great job in a great place with a fantastic atmosphere and we've all gone there and hung out not just bought stuff but spent a little time there this to me feels like a place that you would enjoy going to work it's certainly a place that's fun to hang out at and you know the pay is pretty good you can make some tips the butchery sl.com uh give them a shout and uh, you know they could uh, they could use your help, and they will help you. And then when you make all that money, you can have Luke invest it for you. And then when you retire, you can go to Spartan Games with me, and we'll be cheering because we're the best and all that other stuff. Are you going this year? <sighs> so when is it? When is the game? It's on October thirtieth. Well, that's not, oh man, that's not going to work for you. That's the Saturday before the election, right? Before the election, and I'm not a big birthday celebration guy but that also happens to be my birthday and i'm oh, not going to be birthday. able to go watch my spartans you don't need to it'll be in east lansing and they the don't win skunks. No, it's been a while that's that's unfortunately uh true um but uh, but no i will not we be going speak the truth here come on and that was uh that was something i was looking forward to very much and uh the, the demands of the campaign Dictate that what campaign. Uh, Tell us about the campaign. Oh, I'd shown that. I'm running for office. Uh, if you uh, if you want to know more about my campaign, you can call the butchery <laughs> at two four eight six eight two cows. They know nice. about. Everything. What were you going to say, Mark? I uh, just he must really want to uh, win this seat. He's giving up his one of the things he loves to do the most, which is watch the Spartans, watch the Spartans play lose on his birthday. <laughs> lose to Why, Michigan what? at, at Spartan Stadium. I don't know where that came from. That's some craziness. No, no, no. I mean, it's true. When's the last time State beat Michigan there? It's been, it's been a minute, hasn't it's it? It's been five years, I think, yeah. Hey, yeah. Will, you watch, will you watch the game? Like, will you tape it and watch it, or you just, oh, whatever no, happens? Do you don't do that at all? No. So you won't avoid the score or anything? No. 
No, no, I'll, I'll check in on it. I'll probably, you know, when we... You won't watch it, When man. we go door to door, I'll probably check my phone to see what's happening. You're going to ring on people's doors and then try to... You're going to interrupt the game that they'll be watching. And maybe you can go sit down with some of them and watch the game on TV for a few minutes. I have been known to... Uh, <laughs> To socialize with people on the uh, on the campaign. There you trail, go. So see, problem solved. In fact, you know who was canvassing with me yesterday? Who? Dennis. From across the street. Was he really? Yes. He oh was. no shit! Did you go to the Met Gala last night? <laughs> Out of curiosity. That was a total segue. I, I, actually, I, I went to the Good Vibes Lounge on Harper, and I watched okay. the end of that Monday Night Football game that game. that Oakland won twice. Did you guys see some of the photos coming out of some of the outfits and? From what? The Met the Gala? The Met Gala. You don't want to talk about sports? You'd rather talk about the Met Gala? No, no, I was just No, curious. not at all. I, the Met Gala means nothing to me. Well, not me Less either, but, the fo- but the, it's hard to escape the photos that what, show up what, all over Twitter what yeah. and Facebook. The Met Gala? It's a big charitable thing they do in New York at the end of oh. Fashion Week. I think yeah. Vogue puts it on. And people wear these wild... Yeah, uh, celebrities and... Yeah. Wild, wild sort of outfits, and mm-hmm. they really push the boundaries. And I saw a tweet today that somebody said it was the Comic-Con for people that if you look at the wrong way, they'll fire you. I thought that was. A, oh, that's not bad. I thought that was not bad. And is it is not it bad. just rich people or is it celebrities? It's all too? celebrities and yeah. influencers and oh. people you probably don't want to hang. Yeah. Out. Okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. You watch the people and go, yeah, I don't like that person. I don't really care for that person. Yeah. That person does nothing for me. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's Comic-Con, not really my scene. At Comic Con, I think this they're a little nicer. If yeah. Like the, if I'd like much that. rather go to a Comic Con. Absolutely. Than is that a the snooty Met Gala? Kind of place where, uh, where the furries, the furries where, would where be. Where J <laughs> Lo would wear that green dress. She was there. Or, yeah, she was there. Or uh, Lady Gaga would have the meat dress yes. on. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, those were award shows, but yeah, that's the yeah, kind but of it's the same sort of thing. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's why I don't watch it. Sorry. No, no, I was just curious if you were there. You know. No, 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 no. I was knocking. You jetted off. I was knocking on doors on Beaconsfield and Somerset Lake Point with Dennis. How many more doors do you have to knock on? Well, I mean, because you were in Harper Woods, thousands, so I thought, well. Do you really? Thousands. Thousands more doors. How many people are in your district? About 100,000. Really? I didn't know it was that big. Oh, yeah. Well, you got about 700,000 people in the city of Detroit, seven districts, so it's about 100,000. So, you know, uh, I have this. And, and, and you're Jim, mowing the lawns of everybody? Pretty much. One at a time. One at a time. Uh, Jim Schaefer knows that I have this propensity when we're out and about to pick up change when I see it. And sure. Anybody who's knocked doors with me. Even if it's tails on a penny? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's still free money. <laughs> Damn. What's man. unlucky about free money? That's so, bad karma. So we are walking along, and I'm, you know, spotting change here and there, picking it up. And Dennis apparently. How do you pick it up, by the way? <laughs> with my fingers. Fingers? You don't use any kind of a stick? or No. What about your cheeks? <laughs> no, no, that's just for jacks. But um, so, so we come to this one house, and we got two houses, because Dennis is kind of low tech. We, uh, we do this on our phones. He's got a flip phone, so he can't do it. So we're kind of splitting up the houses. And we come to these two houses, like, I'll get this one, and I'll get that. I say, oh, you know what? No, Dennis, you get that one, and I'll get this one. And I go and talk to the folks who live in this house. Dennis goes up to the other house. Nobody answers. And he comes back, and he, he looks like the cat that ate the canary. And I'm like, what's going on? And, he, and, he, and I picked up a penny in this driveway, and he said, while you're scrounging for change, look what I found. And he holds up a crisp $10 bill. Hey. Nice. And I thought since I told him to go to that house that maybe. No, 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 no. You would he share that? Finders, keepers, losers, yeah. weepers. No, oh, that's, that's nice. I just think I had a little bit of an epiphany, though. How long, Mark, has Charlie LaDuff been doing the podcast here on this network? Uh, I think I'm like 153 episodes. 
So three years. Yeah, about. Mm-hmm. So a little longer than than this show. Yeah, well, we that we had quite the hiatus. So yeah, 118 episodes, more than 2.1 million. But did he start followers. first? Yes, he did. I believe he so. Was yeah. the second show. I, I've always wondered why Mark, excuse me, Mike started it, and now I know. I, <laughs> No, no, I was supposed to be the second show, but then Fox took so long to approve it that we were months and months behind, and we went through this very meticulous approval process because Drew's like, what's the holdup? I said, Fox, move slow, just be patient. If we're going to be able to do this, we have to do it the right way and check all the boxes. And Drew's like, what's taking so long? And I said, we got to go through the process because we don't want to leave anything to chance. And so, Is that what Drew did? No, no. So we no. In fact, he wants to, he wanted to add more shows. In fact, no. You know, Eli was the second show. I think Eli was. Yeah. We were supposed to be. Laduff is the third show. We were supposed to be the second show. Eli ended up being the second show. We were going to be the third show. Then Laduff was the third show. All because of Fox. All because of Fox. And I was so careful to do it the right way so that someone wouldn't pull the rug out from under me later, only to have the rug pulled out from under me. Boom. Somebody pull the rug out from under me later. But thanks for bringing all that up, Sean. I uh, really appreciate that. No, I was just curious about your motivation and why you wanted to do this show. Um, You've never really talked about that. We know why you want to run for city council. To spend more time. Honest change or something like that. What's what's the slogan (laughs) for why you want to do this podcast? I think our slogan is picking up loose change while Dennis picks up Folding money, it's it's tough to fit on a bumper sticker, but, uh, okay. but to to entertain and I think he likes the format. Now, do you the, like the format? The, the the whole idea was to bring people behind the scenes of yeah. stories and journalism, and to tell people things that they wouldn't have seen. I mean, it's but you then know, you left journalism. So do you do you stories like, long and short, well told? Do you like the format? Yeah. As Mark asks, sure, it suits you. <laughs> You're really selling it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. sure. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, we've been doing this for. I know, and we've never almost, really put you on the couch. So, Mark and all, I actually, I think we've almost been doing this for three years. When you count the hiatus, yeah, I think it has have, been three years. Started maybe in August. They both started around the same time. Yeah, we do, you, oh, look at the pause. size of that fly. Yeah. We don't have. <laughs> are you ADHD? Just flew in. Somebody wash off his pacifier. What's going on, man? Somebody drop the on the camera. No, we've never put you on the couch really before mark and i and uh we don't have a guest today and you know you could tell us more about the campaign but we've done that for months and months so tell us a little bit about you (laughs) since you asked sean uh you can follow the campaign on social media twitter handle ml number four detroit there's also a volunteer and a donate button if you check out that website of course you can also see ms taylor's video there and lots of other amazing stories there including some of my work at Fox, too, uh, about uh, the future of Detroit. I think that's all we're going to get out so, of them. So. Oh, man, the geeks have inherited Wait, the there's earth. more! <laughs> there was Me. one more read. Oh, so, no, no, there's oh, more, there's... but we can get to it later. That's all. Pat, Pat sympathizes? Yes, I, you know, because last week's show was... What now? Last week's show was all about Sean, and so Pat it wrote was? in and said, Sean, I feel your pain, brother, at the risk of going all ML here and patting myself on the back. <laughs> How is it always... Okay, never mind. I take care of my elderly mother's lawn in Livonia. I had to purchase this spring. I had, no, I had to pause this spring before the first cut. The lawn was covered in branches and sticks that her maple trees had shed during the fall and winter. I spent about 90 minutes picking them up before cutting the grass. I'm 48, in relatively good shape. So far, I've read nothing that would support that statement. But he says, the pain in my hamstrings two days later is still difficult to explain. It felt like someone had beaten them with a baseball bat. I don't think I walked normal for a week. Sounds like he was caught in a stall with bad Santa. I guess it's from picking up sticks improperly for a person my age. 
maybe one of her umpteen grandkids will take over for me someday. Personal right. gripe. Ha! I just want to let you know that you're not alone. Getting old sucks. Well, you know what, That's Pat? That's uplifting. Thank you. You know what, Pat? <laughs> I campaigned all day on Sunday. Then we launched the Bulldogs' 20th hockey season. I made all my shifts, popped the water bottle, and then made it to the bar. So don't be giving me that 48-year-old crap. I'm 53, son. Thank yeah. you, Pat. Yeah, but he was trying to commiserate. Yeah, he was. Sean, not, yeah, not, it was some broken about, down wretch. talk about how great you are and how and, healthy you but are. But look how he made that pivot. Can we get to the geek of the week now? I, I mean, fine. <laughs> clearly, it's just going to be another Well, right after we hear from Estelle and Herb. Oh, I mean Herb. Sorry, I'm thinking about. We'll get through this one a little <laughs> more quickly. Well, after we heard about uh, after we heard about Reunited. stash provisioning, I was I got Herb and on it the brain. Feels so good. Estelle and Herb, uh, one of the great uh, one of the great acts of the '70s. Dear ML and Mark, hmm, no mention of Sean here. Hope y'all had a relaxing weekend. Has ML noticed an uptick was in homes for sale in District Four EEV since the back-to-back flooding and power outages? I have a fed-up colleague who's selling and moving down south. She and husband are working from home until retirement, but unsure if that's a broader theme of frustrated residents who have had enough of the headaches and are getting out. Uh, no, I have not seen people abandoning ship because of the flooding. I have seen a lot of people moving in to these areas because housing prices in Detroit are going through the roof, and some of the flooded areas, the Jefferson Chalmers neighborhood in particular, which is in kind of a low-lying area, People are moving into that neighborhood like crazy. Housing prices are going through the roof because people want to live close to the water. I and hope the disclosures all, are uh, up to date. All, yeah. All of our uh, all of our parkland, I mean, all of our southern border in District 4 is parkland. That's great. Cue it up, Mark. It's almost all waterfront. Anyways, um, Estelle and Herb are wondering... If, Wait, Duggan, <laughs> if Duggan or his people have contacted me about an interview for an endorsement... If yes, how was brunch at the Manugian? Uh. Keep them honest and transparent, ML. So in the, in the interest of honesty... <laughs> honest change. That's great. That's great. In the interest of honesty and transparency, uh, I have not been contacted Is that how for that an interview work anyway? or an endorsement. I don't know. I'm new to this whole thing. I, I'm, I'm running my own campaign. I didn't ask anybody for permission. I ain't asking for anybody to... Uh, to uh, to tell me what I can do and what I can't do, we're doing our own thing. So uh, so the answer is no. Um, so basically, uh, so basically, I don't ask for permission. That was exactly. nice, Mark. That's D. L. Roth, Mike. You have cousin. something else to queue up over there, though. I, I'm I don't know if only if he's ready for it. Well, God. before we before we get to that, I want to tell. <laughs> what do you want to tell me about? The Cadre Cafe is a great place to host private events, family gatherings, holiday parties, graduation parties, birthday parties. Do it with parties. some enthusiasm. Rehearsal dinners, bachelor and bachelor. I'm trying to build up. This is called a crescendo. Bachelor and bachelorette parties, etc. Any type of party. Maybe even a slumber parties. Divorce parties. Funeral luncheons. Maybe you could just talk about all of the above. I just did. I just did. But I have to tell you, <laughs> I have to tell you, you can't do any of these parties on Saturday because the Cadre is closed for a private event. A wedding reception, yet another party, a nuptial, if you will. If you want to book the Cadu Cafe for your party, email info at cadjucafe.com. You can schedule an event to find out more. You can go to the website, cadjucafe.com. You can book the feather bowling lanes. There's almost no place else in the world 
where you can do some feather bowling, except at the Cadger Cafe. But it's good to call ahead and book those lanes. They're very reasonably priced. It's an experience you will never forget. And we also, on behalf of the Cadger Cafe, want to wish Chef Bobby a happy birthday. He was a big hero on an event uh, recently at the Cadju. And, of course, Inez Knight, our oh, yeah. centurion, no, centenarian, who we discussed Centurion. on last week's, I know, I keep, it sounds so, but she's not a Roman guard, not at all. <laughs> uh, she's a centenarian. Uh, Ms. Knight celebrated her 100th birthday party at Chef Bobby's place in St. Clair Shores. And I will tell you, the food, as usual, was great. I do have a bone to pick with Chef Bobby, though. This dude was on Fox 2 more often than I was, and I actually was paid to be on Fox 2. And I always wondered if somebody was going to come up to me and say, you're doing a great job, but, you know... Chef Bobby's Chef Bobby on the air. The investigating. Yeah, he's on the air every day. Let him do it. And you only show up once every couple of weeks and maybe once a month <laughs> or something like that. <sighs> but that's the way it goes. So, Chef Bobby, happy birthday. You are not our Geek of the Week. Um, I do want to point out, though, that it's a great time to refinance. Oh, yes. Interest rates are really low. There may be Back no better time. I, I don't think there is a better time starting right now. I mean, you might as well do it sooner than later. And you might as well do it with Hall Financial. Their loans don't require an appraisal. They can save you up to $750. You can get pre-approved the same day with Hall Financial's unique process and advanced technology. That's why they have over 6,000 five-star reviews on their site. Uh, before you go out shopping for your new home, you need to call Hall Financial. Get your financing in place. Go to mlsolodetroit.com, that website. Click on the link to get started, or you can simply call them 248-308-5000. Make sure to tell them that ML sent you and their and the MLS number is 1467435. Are you finally ready? I've been waiting for Geek of the Week. Oh, man, the geeks have inherited first. here. What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek? Or we're turning into cool guys? I'm not going to make Pat Geek of the Week, but I'm just going to suggest a little stretching, my man. Just, you know. Stop piling on Pat. Downward on, facing, man. downward facing dog, you know, just. Do you stretch before you do yard work? I bet you do. You probably, I, probably I, st- I stretch every day. Of course you do. That's, it's the only way I can stay limber. <sighs> so this week's Geek of the Week. Nice sigh. This guy is a perennial. <laughs> kind of like when I read LaDuff trying to say the FBI cooked up the Whitner kidnapping plot, but go ahead. It's one of those. That makes what? me sigh. Oh. Huh? And it, it oh. contradicts almost all evidence to the contrary. I know, but go ahead. Okay, so Chris Webber, on the eve of being inducted in the Basketball Hall of Fame, instead showed, no, again, why he should be inducted into the Hall of Shame. Spouting more self-serving lies and revisionist history, he said Wolverine A.D. Ward Manuel apologized to him, not him exactly, but to 18-year-old Chris Webber, but don't bother trying to make sense of this. Even Fab Five Whisperer Mitch Album couldn't decipher it. And shortly thereafter, Mitchell Emanuel called a timeout and said it never happened. So, C Web, here's one record that won't be erased. You are our national champion, Geek of the Week. Finally, a champion. And also. Wait, no, it was so nice and tidy, but you didn't hear. I know. Why you, you should have ended it there? Yeah. No, because I, I, whenever I think of Chris, I think. How could you blow it with Tyra Banks? Tyra Banks may be the most amazing woman. Uh, how much time have you spent with I've Tyra Banks? Maybe, maybe she's not that much fun to I, hang I, out with. Since you ask, sir, I spent about an hour or so with her at a Kmart in, 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 in suburban Chicago. What? 
in the 1990s. What were you waiting on her? What was she buying from you? She was, she was, uh, <laughs> she was uh, unveiling some new product line, and there was a stop at Kmart. And well, of course, she's going to be nice if she's unveiling a product line. She was very nice, and I think she's been very and and all her messages about body image and feeling comfortable yeah, with that's who wonderful. you are. That's wonderful. That's great. huge. Sure. That is massive. I have no problem with that. This is someone who actually cares about other people, which may be why things didn't work out so much with Chris Weber. But she was so cool. And the only reason I did that story, because my job was to write A1 stories for the Sunday paper, was I had to come up with some justification to write a story about her going so I could just be in the presence of so Tyler you have Banks. A fix, so you're a stalker. No, no. I, Basically. I was, you remember the, remember the Little Penny Hardaway commercials? That yeah. Chris Walk voice, and yeah. he, he said, hey, Tyra, you left my toothbrush at your house, yeah. or you left your toothbrush at my house. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, I always think of Tyra Banks. That commercial, when I hear that. But, the, yeah, no, thank you for, yeah, you're a fan. You're a big fan. That's great. So I did get to talk to her, and she was very, she was very nice. nice. And then I bought a you ask her out? Why don't you ask her out? dollars there that I still wear to this day. Really? And every time I put it on, you I just Tyra, think. Your time with Tyra? I just tired what, tie? What, what could have been. I know. I, I feel about the way about Sigourney Weaver. It's never going to happen. Wait, you met Sigourney Weaver? No, I did. You hung no, out with her no, at a camera? Sean was an alien she tried to kill. Yeah, pretty much. See you again. There's an all-night party in room 7 you've got the time So I'd love to read another sponsor message here, but we don't have one. If you would like to sponsor the show, please send us an email at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com. We'd love to have your support. Our advertising rates are eminently reasonable, and we are ready to deal. But first, we are going to hear from a band that you have heard of, and you've heard their music, but you just didn't realize it. The band is Shriekback. Never heard of them. Their big hit was Nemesis, and I guarantee you would recognize it. But they became sort of a favorite of Michael Mann, partly for atmospheric tunes like The Big Hush, which we're listening to now. And so he featured them in Manhunter, Miami Vice, and some other teleplays. But just sort of sit back, let the music wash over you, <laughs> and absorb a little shriek back. The big hush. Is there a fire in the sky? Is there a moon up there? Is anything alive now? This darkness is what I hear. This is a breathless silence A moment out of time I see your face in the shadows The telltale signs are in your eyes More than I can hold in my hand Running through the gaps like water Aching with a passion inside The river of desire, the ashes and the fire. 
question for you mark yes not you mike you've talked plenty pot you up where's that come from the phrase uh i don't know but i stash provisioning i believe uh because you know the old boards would have like big circular things this is my only this is my guess so i don't know not not faders but they had pot they were called pots okay so i'm assuming that's what it's from i don't know i wondered how we're or no it's also the pontel there's a big long name for it pontel oh 
I don't know. It goes. I don't know. It's an old saying. Like uh, Harbaugh had... used the phrase. Sorry, uh, that he was talking about the running game the other day with Michigan. And he said it warmed the cockles in, in his cockles. In his heart. <laughs> the cockles. And I was trying to remember where that phrase was from. And cockles is rooted in Latin, which could mean ventricles. So the ventricles of the heart. So anyway, but yeah, it warmed the cockles of his heart. Wow, Cyrus, take us out. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Golly, I was wondering how we we're going to cover the rest of that song, and now I'm wishing I just. <laughs> I'm surprised it's still not going on. Yeah, no, we we song. we had a nice nap, and that was great. So I don't know that you need to say much more about it. So that was this big hush by Shriekback, and you're if if you watched, so a lot of people really like Silence of the Lambs, and oh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, he's so great as Hannibal. Like, no, 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 no. The best Hannibal Lecter was Brian Cox in Michael Mann's. Manhunter, which was the adaptation, the first adaptation of the Red Dragon, with uh, with Will um, Peterson, who was fabulous in uh, To Live and Die in L.A. In everything he's done, he's been outstanding, just outstanding. And that scene is where the Tooth Fairy, Frances Dollarhide, is first getting intimate with the blind woman, who you think may soften him just before the FBI agent figures out who the tooth fairy is and kicks in the door, which is another outstanding. That's when, uh, if you saw this movie, you will remember when in Gata Davida starts yes. playing and he comes running up and jumps through the front door. And then he tackles this, this big, this big galoot who actually is a very sensitive giant who is a very famous playwright. He was pretty creepy in that yeah, movie. Wasn't he was he? pretty, well, especially when he had the stockings over his head to, to transform himself into. Speaking the, uh, of, of rock music and, 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 uh, what would you call it, Manhunter, the, the hit, or Michael Mann style, the way that that music was used. Have you guys seen the new trailer from Matrix Resurrection where they use White Rabbit from Jefferson Airplane? Is it a cover of White Rabbit or is it the actual It's White version? Rabbit. Um, no, you know what? I hate the Matrix, so say that for another I like the first one. I, didn't really <laughs> I love the first one, but the, but the new trailer for the new one is with the White like Rabbit White over Rabbit. all of that. It's really clever. Like White Rabbit's been used a lot. Because so of the drug references. Is, is this a fourth Matrix movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it the what? What Chowski brothers? Uh, well, yes. Okay. Uh, sisters. Sisters. Yeah. I, I don't, they. They them. Yes. They them. Uh, by the way, it's a potentometer. It's a dial that controls oh, cool. voltages. So it goes back to the old dials. Well, I know Mike didn't want to learn Sorry. that because he he figures he doesn't need to learn I, I, anything I, if he doesn't already know it. It's one of my great faults when somebody sa- asks a question like that. I have to dig into it till I get. No, answer. it's a great. That's no, a terrible great, fault. That's a great trait. It's a burden. That, that really oh, felt like I love like that. It's a burden. Material. Oh, if Mike doesn't know something, he just wants to move on to talk about another part of himself. What he should do. It's far more interesting for the audience. Okay. Well, so uh, if you, I'm trying to save him emails. If you want to check out the Manhunter soundtrack, you will find Evaporation, another Shriekback tune that's playing when FBI agent Will Graham, uh, portrayed by William Peterson, is surveying the first murder scene. And there's a couple other scenes where this music is used. And there's a... There's Are you a talking gr- Manhunter, the movie or the Netflix show? No. The movie. The movie. Although Manhunter. the Netflix show has come out. In the eighties, of course yeah, it did. Late eighties, so I saw it in a theater. I remember I, I saw it a, a couple a of years ago with Sam. But I just feel like you holds, say man, Manhunter holds now. up pretty well. When you say Manhunter now, don't I? My first thought was the Netflix, which is uh, also true. really it's good, a phenomenal series, it's fabulous. And that guy in that show, what's his name? The Who's, main actor guy. The, yeah, the not murderer? the younger one. The old. No, no, no. Um, yeah, the one of the detectives. Yeah. With the crew cut, what I know, I'm drawing a blank. He's I been a role player in a lot, or character actor, sorry, for this a long fascinating. time. <laughs> he, he's <laughs> not in enough movies either. He, he's, he's great. Not, he should be his agent. 
He's great. He's not great screen presence. Yeah. So anyway, Shriek, uh, Shriek Isn't back. that Jonathan Groff? No. No. So Shriekback, you may have heard their song Nemesis, which is a much Wait, dri- we're still talking about Shriekback. Much heavier oh. driving song. And they were a more atmospheric band in many ways, which made them a perfect music bed for a lot of the very moody uh, films and TV shows by Michael Mann, like Miami Vice, like Manhunter. And they have kind of a the-the quality Heat, mixed with... which was my favorite of his. ...with Roxy Music and with the touch of the church and almost sort of like Leonard Cohen light. Did you like the Tom Cruise one? Which one? Uh, with Jamie Foxx, the Michael Mann movie, where oh, Tom yeah. Cruise was a hitman. Yeah, Collateral. Oh, Collateral, yeah. Uh, that was that Michael movie Mann. a lot. Eh, Michael Mann. I thought it was okay. It was pretty preposterous. It was too recent for you? Of course it's yeah. preposterous. Most movies are preposterous. But uh, I Heat, just think Heat was... Probably his high watermark. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No? So. What, did you not like that? Was that too recent, too? No, it was all right. It was all right. Oh, was that was right. one of the great movies the last 30 years. That and L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential was outstanding. Oh, there's not a... F- Curtis Hansen, who also did 8 Mile. He did. And Eminem is now going to be doing the White Boy Rick story. I saw that. Yeah, so. getting it back well, to Detroit. There you go. playing White Boy Rick in one episode of a series. Okay. It's a... Pretty small role. By the way, clickbait, yes or no? Tell our tell our people, Mark. I haven't seen it yet. What? Everybody keeps telling me to watch it. I've not seen it yet. You know, you want to know why I can't get myself to watch it? Why? Because everybody's telling you to watch it. Adrian Grenier. <laughs> I don't like. Who's the worst part of the Devil Wears Prada? I don't like. You what? Right? I, I didn't. I've never seen that movie. But you he was an saw entourage. The Devil Wears Prada. He was an entourage. I know he was. But I'm just saying, Devil Wears Prada. Character. Meryl Streep is fabulous. It's where we meet Emily Blunt for the first time for the American audience. And Adrian Grenade's in it. He's I can't stand him. Oh, he's thin. I, thin, thin, thin. I just don't like him. And you know, Was it good, though? You like it? You recommend it? Everybody keeps telling me to watch it. What, Devil Wears Prada? Oh, I have not seen it. I'm asking oh, you. You're uh, the one that keeps us up on all this matter. I know. I'll, I'll watch it. You're I'll our have cultural a, attaché. I'll have a report, report next week for you. Okay. Shriek back. Uh, oh, oh, we're still God. talking about that band? Are oh. they still? Is that song still playing? English New Wave. Yeah, it probably is. Do they have a song that's even longer than that one? So let me... that would be nice with an even longer post wrap up from Mr. Mike Elwood. Let, let me share with you uh, something a obscure but uh, obscene fact about Shriekback. Oh, please, Cyrus, please. take us out. Is that what? How, is that, how is many? That I, I already tried that. The, the, Cyrus is like, no, no, you're 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 going to have to suffer a little longer. Can you oh. dig that? <laughs> you just haven't earned it yet, baby. To work the Smiths oh, in to room seven six and eight. So how how well do, are you? How familiar are you with the Shriek? Back None. Catalog? None. Come on. I've never okay. even heard of. Okay. I've heard well, that. So, I've heard all this music because of the movies. So though. this is this is one of the things that cracks me up, particularly about bands from the eighties. Yeah, that's funny. Bands where you don't know any of their music, they still have multiple greatest hits albums. So Shriekback has the Infinite, the best of Shriekback, followed up by Evolution. Best of Shriekback Volume 2. How did they get Volume 1 out? Uh, Natural History, the very best of Shriekback. And then Priests and Cannibal, the best of Shriekback. No, but here's the thing, Mike, right? And, of course, there's the Y Records year for people who couldn't get enough of Shriekback. And then Aberrations, 81 to 84, another compilation capturing the magic of Shriekback. They must must be huge in another country. (laughs) That's a great story, but... To, to their credit, and you may not know their name or the names of their songs, but you know the music when you hear it, especially if you watch, because, you know, it's attached to some pretty iconic movies. It's very sensual in that way. I, well, think I wouldn't it's say like, sensual so much, but, uh, you know, maybe that's what you like making love to. I prefer Barry White. 
Okay. <laughs> you make well, love to Barry White. So you like making love to Barry White? Okay. No, I don't. I'm just saying, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna move that way. <laughs> what? Can't get enough of your love, babe. That's all I want to say to you. Um, I, had, I always had you pegged as more of an Al Green guy. I like. I love Al Green. Yeah, okay. for sure. Um, so there was uh, this band called Shriek. Band. Oh no! And uh, they are guests in number seven six zero nine. Please, now you're where doing we, it on where purpose. We take, yeah, where we take. He's torturing us. He knows I have new to wave leave. Bands. He knows Drew wants to get down here. He knows Mark needs to go to the restroom. And we bring them the acclaim that so washes hands so sadly eluded them in their day. Or we take new wave bands that you know so well and try and play a well, hit. song still playing. Never quite made it. This may be a good time for Buzz yeah, Me Mellow. Because our people don't know what this is. Buzz Me Cool. They don't even know anything about Room 7609. Explain to them again. Uh, mellow. Buzz Me Mellow. Is this Evaporation by Shriekback? Uh, I don't know. It's the same song. It's just still playing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And, of course, that's where we meet Emily Bond. Okay, so. <laughs> Only American. I just don't remember meeting her, uh, but she seems like she would, was charming. You didn't see that no, show movie either, no, did you? No, Buzz Me Cool. We, we can't. Oh, I have that. Jeez. I was waiting for Shriek, the Shriekback segment of the show to end. It was actually a very compact uh, portion of the show. It got dragged out by... Uh, well, thank God we kept coming back. I thought we were at an hour, an hour ago. Yeah, I forgot to mention one of our most important <laughs> sponsor groups, and that is you, our listeners. You can donate at mlsoulofdetroit.com. That's exactly what Todd Davis did. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Todd, T-O-D, is the father of Tad, T-A-D. Wow. Even better. In fact, he sent us a generous donation. said, Tad's dad and loyal longtime listener. Great show. So thank you very much. Everybody, Todd. be quiet! Todd's about to masturbate! I'm not sure Tad needed to hear that, but uh, Tad is the producer of the Carlos and Sean Insomnia Cure Hour that you can find at Facebook.com. <laughs> we also want to thank... Somebody called it the Depression. Uh, Sean's doing his own show over there. Was it Emily Blunt Hour? No, because I thought no, we were done. The, he's still in the Met Galley. He's looking at pictures still. I thought we were done. Oh, my goodness. No, it looks like a death walking up the steps. It's all black with a, a train, a long train in the back that's all black. I found none of that uh, fascinating. <laughs> um, can we please, please wrap this up? Not before Christopher... Thank you, Todd. ...sends thank you... And a donation. He says, this donation is a value-for-value value payment for the value I found here in your podcast. Great show, guys. Sean, thank you for your tribute to my friend Greg Mudge. He was truly a shining light. And ML, thank you for having my friend August Gitschlag on the show to promote his good works. So doing good, does good, and has done good for us. And if you want to do good, you can make that donation at ML Soul of Detroit. Com. We would appreciate if you would subscribe, share, rate, and love the show. Um, Sean? I love you both. What are you up to? I love you both. I'm trying to write uh, a football. Say 227 football. soaking wet. Oh, no, a little bit more than that, but football. Really? Yeah. Too many of those Angelo sandwiches. I don't eat those all that often. Okay, football. You're writing about football? Yeah, so that's what, that's what I'm up to. I love you both. It's been fun. What do we? What, what's next? You got anything else on the Met Gala you want to talk about? No, Sean? no, no, no. I was just trying to keep it from being all about the campaign. <laughs> Up next, the devil wears a gray T-shirt with the Soul of Detroit logo on you, it. You're not going to be in studio next week, so real quickly. Oh my God, I'm afraid to ask, but where are you going to be? Seeking justice. Okay, that's good. 
in all corners of our great state. That reminds me of a, a, a interview I heard with Tiffany Haddish, the, the great comic. Uh, earlier this morning, actually, somebody said, what are you up to? And she said, seeking success and prosperity. So it's a similar answer. That's deep. It's, 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 that's exactly what I would expect from Tiffany. She is yeah. a strong soul. So I will be joining the show remotely from a uh, location. No reason for that pause. Just keep talking. Location to be announced. So tune in next week to find out where I'm at. But rest assured, I will not leave this ship in the hands of fools. (laughs) Already done that before. Yeah, you have. And the show was, you know, okay, actually. Survived. It did did pretty well. Um, (laughs) So we, uh, we appreciate you. Sean will be writing about football. If you want to know where I'm going, you can check us out online at ml4detroit.com. Or if you want to follow this show, go to Facebook, ML, no periods, Elric, where you can watch the live broadcast every week. Of course, you can get the full audio download wherever you get your ear candy. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I am at Elric. You will get notices about the show, other things we're up to. And please, 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 I've got to pick up some followers because that Drew Lane fellow is... Uh, hey, he's not on your tail. Yeah, he's he's trying to make a go of it. And I, I uh, you know, I figured uh, being a real successful radio guy would be enough for him, but now he wants to crush my little Twitter domination uh, dream. So uh, thanks, Drew. Really appreciate it. But I'm still going to plug your show because I know you could probably use the help of an influential franchise like The Soul of Detroit. That would be the Drew and Mike podcast. You can catch it here on the Red Shovel Network. If you didn't get enough of Mark, you will find him there. Sean won't be there, so it's a safe place. And then there's the Charlie LaDuff's No BS News Hour, all here on the Red Shovel Network. And they will be here shortly after our friend Cyrus arrives to take us. Cyrus takes us. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Well, boss, that was a clever bit of deduction. It was quite a blunder for so clever a man as John Windsor. Why did he make the mistake of coming to us? There are many holes in the plans of the criminal mind. He must have forgotten about the 1928 letters or he would have destroyed them. And I thought he was a dope, too. But he was half right. Now, that brings me to an unpleasant subject. What's that? You were talking about resigning. Are you still in that frame of mind? Resigning? When did I say anything like that? Then you are going to be content with conditions as they are? Why, of course. What are you saying? And you don't mind it a bit as long as this dreadful weather continues? Well, not at all. I Don't mind what? Going in and out of the house through the coal chute. <laughs> <laughs>